invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. You legendary. Yo, episode two hundred fifty. We made it podcast. <laughs> it's annoying, but let's get to Portuguese. 250. Too easy, man. Episode 250. We've been out here for too long. This is actually the 279th upload, <laughs> but this is episode 250. The last soccer episode, the final, the final, the final one. Oh, I thought, we, I, thought, I thought we were starting the new thing now. We're going to start. Oh, in this episode? Oh, oh, 251, we start in it. 251, we start brand okay. new. 250 is, is an ode. Because <laughs> I'm saying we can talk about WAC 100, uh, Nipsey, and all that. Yeah, we can talk about WAC 100. We can talk about ASAP Rocket getting arrested. We can talk about everything, dog. We can talk about uh, the onion getting fake banned. It's just everything, dog. Yeah. Well, I guess that's for episode 251, but for now, we're going to talk about soccer. But anybody who's been around since episode 250, I'm sure that doesn't exist except for Tarek and, my, and ourselves, but and some person in Taiwan. <laughs> but um, it goes hard. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for rocking with us episode 250 if you're listening this long just know that since the day we started till now we have not missed a week of uploading it has not happened the most consistent podcast ever that's insane that's almost disappointing it is disappointing what are we doing but it's okay because Caesar got a new shirt for us um Episode 250, yeah, today is going to be a quick episode. Hopefully, um, if it's not, it'll be Caesar's fault. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, Man U, Liverpool match, or not really the match, um, but some stuff that happened in the match um, and why Man U sucks so bad. Um, talk a little bit about what makes Real Madrid so good and also how does PSG rebuild after this season. Um, but I want to start off by... Showing the Liverpool fans some love for um, during the match against Man U over the weekend. They did a clap at the seventh minute to show support for the recent tragedy in the uh, Ronaldo household. Um, his wife or his girlfriend, I don't think they're married. Um, his uh, partner had a uh, his fiance. Okay, well, I, I didn't see him get down on one knee, so I'll just say it's a partner for now. Um, his. Uh, she had a miscarriage and the uh, Liverpool fans clapped for him in the seventh minute. It was really dope. They did that. Yeah, it was really cute. I was like, Oh wow. Cause I, I couldn't yeah. like, honestly, I kind of forgot about that. It happened. And then when I saw he wasn't going to play, I was like, Oh, why isn't Ronaldo there? And then uh, when they started clapping in the seventh minute, they're in the, when you forgot. Yeah. And then the commentators, I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, no, that's really nice. Yeah. That's really cool though. I mean, yeah. Like that, that's bigger than a sport and that's really dope. Yeah, and uh, hopefully... Um, and to clarify, it was the twin. One of the twins died. Shit. How in, old were they? Like, one of the twins died, apparently. It was oh, the boy. Gotcha. So she was having twins, a boy and a girl, and the boy died. Good gracious. Um, That's horrible. Yeah, well, hopefully, um, whatever the recovery process is from that, it goes well for them. Um, There's and- nothing more like, like, what is it like, 
human leveling than like situations with birth like you know you can be everything can happen and like that can happen no matter who you are what status anything in life it can happen to anybody like we're humans at the end of the day and that's that's really unfortunate to happen um but yeah that was really uh that was really dope that they did that and it was really respectful um also um caesar i wanted to talk a little bit about um i mean Anybody could tell that Liverpool is going to destroy Man U in that match. Like, Man U is really bad. Um, what is it that, like, why is Man U so predictably bad? And how could they turn it around? Formation wise, they're horrible. Um, they have. They, they, it's like they went like they were playing a video game. They just got like a bunch of dudes that, you know, have done good and and on previous teams or are good and just threw them on one team without ever thinking about cohesion. Um, there seems to be like this, like their talent has gotten them in good, good positions where they're not like getting relegated. They're not mid table. Like they're still like, they're still up there. They're still top four, but they're six right now. Are they fifth or sixth? Are they below Arsenal? Um, let me double check. I think they are, though. Okay. But when you don't have, like, when you don't have a good formation, like, there's only so much you can do with talent on your team. Yeah, they're um, six and they're behind Arsenal. Jesus Christ, no they're awful. They, they, that team got to get gutted. Um, also, I mean, I, I, I don't like that it's the meme, but I mean, like, I, we've been, I've been saying this before it became a meme. About Harry Maguire, like I said that I, I said the Harry Maguire. Now it's like a meme, and it's unfortunately like people don't bomb there. Jesus Christ, relax at this man's home. <laughs> but um, before it was a meme, I was like that this guy, like, what are we doing here? How is this a professional athlete? Like, it's it, it's insane. Um, especially when you have him next to Veron. I'm like, how do you not start him, Veron, and Eric Bailly every week? Like, what are we even wasting time on here? That's a great back line. Everybody in, I would take that on Real Madrid. That's a good back line. Like that, that works really well. Um, even they had the other guy, uh, Vindeloff or something. He was pretty good too. Or Vindeloff. That's some good players. I just don't know the Harry Maguire signing. Um, I don't know about, you know, I mean, you can't even wrong them for trying Sancho. You know, Sancho something that he was, he was balling out of Dortmund. Um, but I just don't think Sancho's a right wing or a left wing. I think he's more of a cam, and that'd be great in like a, a four three three. Um, they just have players in the wrong way. They're playing Ronaldo in the middle, and like Ronaldo's like still doing things. He's an incredible player, but like you're limiting him. Like we should say Mbappe. Like you're just st- you're like stifling what he could really do. Like you're not getting everything out of it you could out of as a player. You know what I mean? And I they just formation is horrible. Now I know they they just signed a new coach, um, the IX coach. He could potentially do great, but it's unproven at a, at a top club. It's unproven at a, at a top league, and um, I don't know if necessarily you bring in a coach and that necessarily constitutes they're going to bring in the formation we expect. You know, so I know he loves to run three midfielders. That's very true. He does like to run a four to three of different variety, but. Hopefully, if he brings that, that will do a lot for Man U. And will Man U have patience for this? Man U is always very impatient with their growth process. And, you know, it's been many years since they've been had a really successful club. You know, I know they had the, the one Europa League win with the with the Pogba and that, that one squad. But it's been a while since they've been a top club. But 
you don't, but you that's come with like what six coaches, like six coaching changes, crazy lineup changes. You need to buy buy into a system, stick with it, and develop a culture. Develop you need to develop a culture of success. Like Real Madrid is a culture of winning and success. You need that. And if you don't have that, it's not gonna work out. Uh yeah, I I, I honestly think that like whenever I watch Man U play, their their midfield play is so poor. And the last couple of times I watched them play, Matic still like, what are we doing, dog? Um, the last couple of times I watched them play, I was watching Pogba, and honestly, like he, like I, I tweeted a couple of times, like he's just such a defensive liability. Like he has like no, I, I don't know if it's always been the case. I don't think so, but like whenever a team starts to transition, he's just like nowhere to be found. He's just really slow getting back, and like. Really, I think your midfield, like your defense, is only as good as how good your midfield defends, in my opinion. Um, like your midfield has to be there to like get in the passing lanes and like not make it so easy to get to get close to the goal. Um, but yeah, I think they need a they need to get midfielders that can um, retain possession, that like want the ball, who want to connect passes, and also defensively, like will do the work. Um, Fred is like that. I feel like uh, McTominay is kind of like that, but he's not as athletic. Um, Bruno Fernandez is, um, he's kind of like that, but I feel like Bruno Fernandez is, uh, he's definitely more of an advanced uh, midfielder type, more of the cam type. And defensively, like, I think like he wants to like go make tackles more than he wants to like, be smart defensively um but yeah i think it's just mostly their midfield situation and then once they figure that out like you know have a like run a formation that um can be competitive and not that four two three one garbage um and i think they'll be fine like do you also think that it has to do with having american owners because american owners are more about money i feel like well no because liverpool's owners are american too right yeah Okay, well, never mind. I, I, we'll forget about that then. Um, That's what a British person wants you to think. Well, I feel like American. Like I, I'd be wary. They own, of an, they own like a couple teams in Premier League. Yeah, but I'd be wary of American owners because just because like they're greedy. Um, so, I mean, so is a Russian owner. Who cares? Oh, that sounds racist. Um, I mean, at this the, time, I'm allowed to be. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um. Okay, so then the next question about another team. Um, what what we saw Real Madrid come uh, beat Osasuna in the Basque country yesterday. Um, it wasn't an easy match. They had to, you know, fight back a bit. Osasuna played well. But, you know, Real Madrid is proving themselves week in and week out, and they're like, you know, 15 points ahead of second place in La Liga, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what is making Real Madrid so good? Um, I think they have a lot of, they have a good talent of good mix of their lineups are obviously like very consistent. They run a nice four, three, three, which always brays about they have like, it's like the players have a lot of drive. Um, I don't really know, especially now that like, remember when Man U lost their opportunity to, um, be in and win any trophy. Yes. Um, I remember when they lost the last game, Bruno Fernandez said like a quote I thought was like pretty true. They like 
they have nothing to fight for. Like they feel like they have nothing to fight for. They don't even care. It's like they don't even see like the Champions League fight. They're just like they just feel unmotivated completely. You know, that's and, really um, if that's the case. No, I think it is the case, and that's whether that's having like a garbage captain or whatever's going on there. But that's that's that speaks to like the culture of the locker room. Remember, like in. NFL, like NFL, they're always very adamant about the locker room culture. Like they, 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 to, to a fault where it's been some heinous things have happened in the past, obviously, but logistically speaking, teams will literally gut players off of teams. If it's a locker room issue, they take that very seriously. And, and like, there's, there's all about standards and how it operates. And that's something that's very serious in NFL. Um, it's somewhat serious too in basketball too, but I, I don't. What? How is it? I wonder if it's the same in, in a lot of these teams in, in soccer. Caesar, I remember Michael Irvin saying that I think it was his rookie season at the Cowboys. Um, he had been used to winning in college. He got to the Cowboys. Cowboys sucked. Then he said that he went to the coaches and said, like, wrote down a list of players. He's like, these guys don't care about winning, and you need to get them off the team. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And then like the next season, those guys were gone. Yeah, I think I think it's a great example because they have like a large locker room, right? A ton of people in there. Yeah. There's like a whole like hierarchy system of how it operates. Like the rookies are one place, the vets they all operate in it. And and I kind of get that vibe from from Real Madrid, where it's very much like you know, like for example, the Modric video. Like he goes around to every single, even the dudes in the back that practice all that. Like there, that that's a culture there. Like that's a real like system where everyone's believing in a, a bigger goal and objective. And, and that comes from a team that lost one of the greatest players in the world. Right. Like, and then they had that season and they didn't win. They haven't won champions league since, but like there's the drive to win that they could do it. And, and especially this season when there's been those comebacks that doesn't just come, come from being good players that comes from drive and desire and not giving up. That not giving up mentality is going to get you those wins in extra time. It's going to push that 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 belief in there. They have Mick. They have a good young talent. They have good. They have veterans who are still in their prime and able to to do a job. They have players that are, know their position and role. That don't play every single day, but know what they contribute to the team at any point. Like a Nacho, like a like a even like a, <laughs> like a, um. Uh, Vasquez, who I seen, who, I seen Isco do a nice pass against Osasuna. I was, I was happy to see Isco. I'm like, damn, I haven't seen Isco play in like months. That was like one of the there. best, one of the Did, best passes you'll see all season. Like literally, still, still, literally one of the best passers in the world. Like literally a phenomenal passer. Like just, just you know what it is. Real Madrid has has just the right culture going on moving forward, and I think that when you have that kind of like built and that's come with a lot of coaching changes like that's come with that bench a lot remember that they had Lopetegui like they switched people around a lot they got Zidane back Zidane dip you always think to yourself man they're gonna fall apart now but no those players keep that locker room culture they keep pushing forward and they just respect obviously the coach that comes in and tries to follow to the, to the system but if you have that coach and the desire you're gonna have a lot of success and Manu has literally zero percent of that right now yeah, I think with I, I, I agree 100 percent everything you're saying. You can tell Real Madrid the culture is like the driving force. Man, I think, remember remember the, the offseason, Man U? They were talking about like they spent like 98 million or something like that, or some crazy number in acquiring players. They've spent like three times like Real Madrid's budget the last five, six years and allocating players to bring in for all this. 
And what's been the result? Yeah, they're trash. Um, I think that, yeah, Real Madrid just like the, the biggest signing Real, uh, Real Madrid had, <clears throat> excuse me, was uh, Eden Hazard. And like, they haven't needed him. So like. No, he's uh, been, he's been the, the practice squad player. Yeah. And like the only other person I feel like, I think Mindy might've came that season too. Um, and then since then it's been Camavinga. Like that's I'd it. say the best signing they've had in that recent time has been Alaba. Yeah. And that was a free transfer. No, it's free transfer. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so like, so at the and Kemavinga was like twenty something million. I think Mindy was like sixty. Like that was kind of a lot. Yeah, Mindy like, was kind of a lot. Yeah, yeah, but like that. I mean, and Mindy's been integral. Um, what's the name? Um, Kemavinga is still like he. This is his first season. He's still doing his thing, like coming up. But he's mm-hmm. been a you know key player. Remember, remember when they had all those injuries and he came in and was like putting in work immediately? <laughs> no, yeah, he's played. I mean, he's he's had a limited role, but whenever he gets on the pitch, he plays very well. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think with Real Madrid, I, I was going to say also like I think Real Madrid fans hold them accountable in a lot of ways. Like we've seen them get uh, the good players get whistled. We've seen them get whistled for oh. playing poorly, and I think that's a good thing. Like it keeps the players like you know the players are going to know like when they get there or you know, when they're coming up uh, from the youth ranks, like the fans are going to demand you play well. If they, if the fans see that you suck or like you're petulant, like you're going to, like we got to get you out of here. We've seen players that like are stars now be at Real Madrid. Like we saw Hakimi. Hakimi was terrible when he was there. He had to leave. Now, granted he's done his thing and that's great. But when he was there, he was bad. We saw Egyptian Danilo when he was there. He was terrible. Like he was like he was terrible and he had to go. But congrats. The dude went to uh, Man City and and Juve. Like that's great for him. Um, So like I think it's it's for sure the players and like what they demand of each other. And like you have to be uh, they they hold each other accountable. But it's also the fans. And then also. I think that when they acquire players or like when they bring players up, they're looking for certain things like, can you control the ball? Um, will you play fearlessly? And can you learn to pass? Yeah. Can you, pa- can you, can you switch play? Can you, you gotta, there's not gotta, a player in this team that can't switch a play. You gotta switch play, be able to. Maybe con- Mariano can't. <laughs> you gotta switch play. You gotta be able to control the ball when it's switched to you. You got to control passes very well. And like, and like, like, Hakimi got to go. Yeah. And like, basically, after that, like, you know, you got to be in good shape, you know? But like, I think those are the things that's like, and and I really think Zidane brought that. No, especially, I think you're 100% right because it's not just like you're not going to, you're not going to, not only, not only is it going to be like you're not going to succeed here at Real Madrid, if you don't bring that fitness at least fitness and like along with the desire with the skill set that is required they have no problem riding pine you riding pine they have no problem and it doesn't matter who you are think about how huge that is like there's clubs around the world where they're gonna keep playing you no matter what because they paid this much they did this and this like hazard i mean obviously he's gotten injured too but even when he's been healthy he's been riding that pine because it's like dog it's like, here's where everybody's at. And unfortunately you're down here still. Like you haven't shown that, that you are better than these players out there. You haven't shown that you can Asensio who starts on a lot of teams will lose weeks because it's like, well, sorry, dog. Uh, Actually, this does it. 
lately at practice, you know, Rodrigo's been phenomenal. And how, how can I how can I have a player like that um, not start? That shows you that when you have a club like that, that your practice and your trainings will lead to you getting that time and burn, that culture. That's going to push players to do better, push players to get better. And it's going to because the incentive is you're going to get to play at the largest club in the world. So it's like when you have that culture, players like a Hazard or a Bale, they're going to flounder in that system if they don't bring their A game. I'm not trying to be hard on Hazard that end, but like a Bale, if, especially Bale, like it's if it's not just given to him, it's not it's not going to that's not how Real Madrid's culture is where Bale exceeds in what Bale doesn't play at all, barely plays, gets called up to Wales no matter what happens. He gets rewarded for doing nothing at Real Madrid. He absolutely gets no reward for doing nothing. So that shows discontent. It shows bad play. It shows up in everything, right? So that that's a good culture because they're still not allowing that to be swayed by one person alone. You know what that's called? That's that's nobody's bigger than the program. It's 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 it, especially like no one no and as they would say out there, no one's bigger than the club like at all. Like I'm sorry, dog. Like you you you. It's just that's the way it works. That they're they're very much a front of the jersey organization. When to be fair, Real Madrid was not always like this. Real Madrid was all about the back of the jersey, right? The names in the back, the Galacticos, and they were able to create a culture with some of the best players in the world and still have the front of the 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 the, the white shirt, the club emblem being first now. Um, and, and somebody might argue like, well, what about Ronaldo? Like they would never bench him, but it's like, yeah. But like, when you look at Ronaldo in practice, he's like practice harder than anybody, you know, like he puts in more work than everybody. So like, if if Ronaldo was coming in like hazard in that shape, I saw, which I remember I almost felt bad. Like, man, maybe I'm reading this wrong, but I was like, dog, he looks kind of like chunky dog. And then it was a month later, they're, they're talking about some players snitching on him, talking about this dude had, like, donuts in his crib. I'm like, come on, yo. Why are you eating that good Spanish bakery? What are you doing, man? He's like, yeah, English food sucks. Spanish got that real good food out here, dog. Yeah, you got so like, to get yourself a Netflix documentary, not a football. You got to do, like, the pep rule, or they, like, the they pep, like, uh, does the ban on like pizza companies from going to these addresses and it's all the player addresses? That's yeah, like no, like Ronaldo could have a form run a form that's really bad. But tell me, you watch one of those uh, uh, Instagram shorts back in the day, and who wasn't running harder than anybody? Who wasn't training harder? Ronaldo. Yeah, and and, and yeah, so like I that's think gonna, that's, that's going to lead you to get your playing time for sure. And I think that. um and I'm, and I'm sure that rubbed off on his teammates too. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's rubbing off on his teammates at menu. No. Um, okay. Well, Caesar, another question about another team. Um, the season's almost over. PSG is going to win the league again. Um, well, they didn't win it last season, but um, it'll be their 10th. Show, show respect last season to the champs. Yeah. The real champs. Yeah. It'll be their 10th uh, league win. Uh, but. We're pretty sure Mbappe's leaving. Um, I, that's the only one we know, like, basically for sure. And it's been an unsuccessful season for them. Um, how does PSG rebuild for next season? Well, I hate to say it. It would have been easy. It would have been a better rebuilding process financially for you if you had let Mbappe go. It would have been – would, you would have had a lot of room to mess around with 
But numbers start to get real crazy when you leave 200 million on a table. When you leave 200 million on a table and percentages and all these options available, that hurts. That hurts you. That hurts what you can do, no matter how rich you are. And um, even if they're, 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 they have state backing, um, that that place isn't doing phenomenal either. They got some issues that they got to deal with too. So money isn't isn't forever, no matter what people think, especially with these clubs. So they're gonna have to 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 really. It's really hard to build, rebuild a club when you have like mega stars, right? When you have like mega stars, it's so hard. That's why it's like, oh, well, that's great. You got like uh, Eric Taka- uh, Tan Tanagana. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, the the Dutch coach. Oh, Ten Hag. Ten Hag. Ten Hag. I'm sorry. Ten Hag. Um, that's way I'm too Brazilian for that. We're we're anti Dutch names. Um, you know what? You know history. Um, so. Um, it's it's always different. Like you can you can spend your whole career making all these stats that Bleacher Report shows of all these phenomenal numbers that these players have had under him at Ajax the, in a league of no defense. So yeah, like um, showing Holler balling over there, all these guys have had great numbers at Ajax. But like, what is that going to translate in Man U? And the same thing goes with like PSG. Like you have all these, you have a stars on this team. You have so many stars, but how do you get the best out of them? How do you build a culture around this? Like. Neymar has become a player that it's almost like who is he going to listen to? Like what 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 how who's going to motivate him to come in best shape? He got his bestie over there who's one of the best players in the world who's also notorious for not being a workout machine and being and doing what getting what he wants. They both get have that together now. And Mbappe who was literally their bailout, who has been their bailout player because his sheer talent supersedes anything you can plan for. <laughs> it almost destroyed Real Madrid. Like he just almost did it by himself. Like they're like, here, Neymar's not here. We're finally going to give you a left wing. And he said, okay, I'm just going to go absolutely insane. And he almost just took out Real Madrid by himself, but that's not there. And the only thing that keeps PSG, honestly, I'm going to keep it real. Other than them, they're better, like really good players. They have such a good, like uh, they have Mark Heels. They have really good defensive players that have saved them in a lot of situations. Um, but that rebuild would have been nice with Mbappe. I think that they they need to offload the 1,500 midfielders they have. There's there's 1,700 guys over there. They should just sell, uh, uh, transfer three of them, and just get um, Kongdobia from, from Athletic Madrid. Just get okay. rid of everybody. Which, get Kongdobia. Three? Which three need to go? I think um, Herrera needs to go. <laughs> Um. Uh. That, that that's enough. That's cute. He's like thirty four. We got to move on, dog. Um. He, he looks like an MLS warrior now. Um. Uh, Idris need to go. He has a uh, a Ghana gay. He has like a yellow card per week. I think if you keep a midfield that keeps Verratti and you get another really good on the foot, like good on the foot CDM, and then you just get another midfield that has good hold up play as well too. You can do a good foundation and build off of that. Um. Look, Draxler go too. That's just extra money you can offload to getting talent and players on your team. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they just have to do a lot of overhaul, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I think the PSG rebuild, obviously Mbappe is going to be gone. You have Neymar and Messi. I feel like Messi might leave too. Um, but let's just say the players, like, let's just, like, they're under contract. So let's just say they'll stay there. Um, yeah, I think you got to drop some of that excess weight, huh? I have a record. I know a cheap, like a, a very affordable player they could get. That's that's a veteran that could just play in that midfield. I mean, play the center forward. Why don't they just get Falcon? 
I mean, they're not going to get Falcao, dude. But why not? Why not? Like, I'm saying, like, that's not a horrible option. So what they have, Icardi. If you're able still- to somehow pay for Icardi, B, you know where you know where I'm at. You know where I'd be on this team the whole time. He comes in for one game, is out for the season now. <laughs> I forgot um, about him too. When he came uh, in the other day, I was like, what? Uh, yeah, I was like, I've totally forgot he's on this team still. They're mm-hmm. doing this mess when he should be playing over there in Italy again. I mean, you could literally get a player like Falcon. I wouldn't be mad. I'm like, that's a great rotational center forward. Like he, he's gonna do work. Like he's fine. Like they need to have they need to get a true nine to be in the middle of those two. And the problem is that they need to uh, talk and talk about the formation and say, Hey, Neymar and Messi, what do you guys want to do? On this field, if I'm looking at this field right now, where are you gonna be at? We're gonna do Messi says, I'm gonna be up top. But like, look, dog, I got this heat chart map right here, it's looking real red at the 50 line. All right, at that center line, it's looking real red. So, are you trying to be next to Varadi? Are you trying to be next to the top? Because I then I can work with something now. If you're trying to be like a free flowing cam, let's talk about this because you need to find out where players are gonna be. Because then it's like, oh, you're going to be this deep? Okay, then I can talk about maybe making some kind of 4-4-2 or there's two guys up top in front of you guys because no winger is going to be able to work next to you like a Dembele. We've seen that. So maybe we need to have something where it's like Neymar and you two are running around the middle. There's two guys up top that can get some work. Who knows? But if they're going to stay, then you need to – you even if it's – I know it's ugly and it's garbage and I agree with you, you need to find out how to make it work. And it's going to take a, a coaching genius, right? You need to bring a genius in for this. There, there's no way that they can coexist. I mean, we no. talked about that. Not like, these days. Th- like, those days are over when they Yeah, can they can't. It. And honestly, like, I, I was going to say, I feel like they need to bring in somebody like Dembele. Dembele is a dynamic player who can play on the wing. You just can't, if, you can't bring Dembele if Messi's there. Though. Yeah, and I was going to say, if Messi leaves, um, then they got to do that. But – if Messi and Neymar are still there, I honestly feel like there's no way to rebuild. There's no way them, them two can play together. Like, yeah, just keep selling tickets. Yeah, there's no way those two can play together and you're going to play good football. It's just impossible. And if they stay and Mbappe leaves, like, I, I, like literally PSG will not win the league next season. There's no way. I'm going to say something mean. With, with Messi, Neymar, and no Mbappe, there's no way PSG win the league next season. You you seen the Neymar controversy, right? Which one? What that former player was talking mess on me, uh, Neymar recently? Oh, you, it must have been only a Portuguese outlet. So this former um, uh, player was talking mess on Neymar, saying like, "If I was him, I'd be ashamed of my career." Ooh, and then and then Neymar posted this saying like, "People love talking all this, like literally cussing, um, like a whole story, like uh, people want to keep talking all this shit and like." Um, um, but it's like all all they want to do is talk about when they know nothing. And he dropped like a story of like he dropped like screenshots of his Wikipedia, like showing like the accomplishments. And like at first glance, I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're right. But then also like the guy who said it's also like you are a nobody. That's crazy. You're out here just doing this. Like this is a nobody player. Then everybody was like, who? <laughs> like no one remembers this player. But is that like your mentality, though? Is your mentality that you've already done everything like because my mentality would be like just like just don't keep my name out your mouth but instead you're dropping like what you've accomplished 
So you think you're like, are you good? Like, if you're are you good, that sounds like complacency. So that sounds like to me at PSG, you're just like, good. Well, it is what it is. So the expectation shouldn't be success. So are we still gonna? Are we trying to? Does does PSG need to be held and Neymar to be held on any kind of goal to achieve success anymore? Or is just like, oh, you won fr- France? That's good. Like you got bounced first round of Champions League, and you're gonna win uh, uh, Lego like. Is that really what you want to do, dog? Because there was this whole tearful video of you talking about the move you wanted to do and all you wanted to accomplish. You got got bounced from the French Cup, even. The French Cup, dog. They'd be playing on turf on weekends. Some of them videos are insane. I'm like, where is this being played at? It's literally Nice and Nantes in the final. Which I'm down for. But, like, uh, me, me as a French league lover, absolutely love this. Please, like, love this. I'm about, I'm all about the domestic love. But, uh, I'm like, anti-PSG on that one. But, no, like, that's that, that, that can't be how it is. Because I can't imagine, like, someone, like, it's like, I think he holds himself in a regard that, like, people like Messi and Ronaldo are at, were at. But it's like, to be real with you, dog, the goal was to get you there. The goal was that you were the 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 number one thing I was saying we were saying is that he was that guy who was just on the precipice of being them. Like he was knocking at that door, especially that headband year. It was like, dog, this is the man who wants to. This is gonna be the number two, like the number two that everybody's been waiting for. That's gonna kick one of them off the top two spot. And you never did that. You never got there. You always were number three, and now you might be falling to number four. To be honest with you, because Mbappe's oh, looking- ahead of him now. For yeah, sure. like Mbappe oh. won a World Cup. Oh well, yeah. I'll, I'll actually, yeah, I'll wait because Mbappe's never won Champions League, so I'll wait. True, but Mbappe did win a World Cup though. I was like, eh. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, hey, dog, you know what I mean? No, like, all he hasn't even played a full World Cup, Ronaldo uh, Neymar, right? <laughs> um, 2018, he did, but oh, they yeah, he did. He, very he cried, bad. Though. There was a lot of crying though. Costa Rica was a hard win, but um, so listen, uh, <laughs> it's just that mentality right there that kind of that, that it's little, it's being like a chair, it's being like living room therapist and psycho, uh, psycho, uh, sports psychologist. But it's just, it's, I think that it's very real though, because when you see other players like Ronaldo, I don't see Ronaldo doing this whole thread post where he's like, um, he, he'll just make a statement when things get crazy, but he's not dropping like all the stats. And if he did, he could, because he's did it all in multiple leagues. <laughs> like he's won in multiple leagues. You've only played in, in Barcelona where you also says you came to PSG and never won champions league dog. And then every your, your reputation has been when the going gets tough, you get injured. So yeah, I just, it's like, all right, well, it sounds like you did it all dog. And, um, if that's the case, and PSG's got to be okay with just being, if you're gonna keep Neymar and Messi, you gotta, it's gotta keep being okay with selling um, um, uh, Wolf tickets, and it's just like a clown show. When we're here to watch like some fun and uh, spectacular, but when it's about to get real, they're gonna get bounced. So, yeah, and also that Champions League he won is seven years ago now. It's been a long time, it's, but you know what's crazy, I, and I know from you, like someone who started watching PSG, it's like that's the last thing you want your club to represent. I want my club to just be the, the fun club. Like I'm not here to like watch them, like just turn up. And even when I watch Bilbao, do I think Bilbao is going to like win La Liga? No, but I enjoy watching them fight for that win. Like they're, they're really trying to get this win, even though they want lost seven in a row, they're trying to get that win with all their might. And that's competition. That's sports to me. Sports is about that desire. Like, 
So when I see like a PSG, when I see like Neymar doing it, I'm like, it's like I see someone who I've been a fan of since my whole life. You just kind of lost your way, dog. You kind of lost your way over there. And I don't know. It, 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 I feel bad being a PSG fan. And I feel bad seeing PSG's future because you can sign all the people you want in the world. But if you don't have that locker room, it's just not going to go down. They're going to have like a Man U story, except if they were in Premier League, they wouldn't be winning Premier League. <laughs> oh, no. So no. it's like you're lucky you're in France right now. Yeah. Dropping his dough. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's just really um, like the rebuild can't happen with both of those players. No, um, abs- that's absolutely not. You're not going to have a yeah. winning international European winning team with those guys on your team. There's no way. And honestly, like it could be argued that you can't do it with one of them for sure. You can't do it. Like if, if Neymar and Mbappe leave and Messi's still there, they're going to be trash next season. If, Neymar is is there and Messi and Mbappe leave. I I like I, I think Neymar could coexist coexist with Dembele for sure. I think but, I'm, I'm gonna be real. I understand what you're saying, but I think it's let's keep it real, dog. It's absolutely it, it's 20% if Neymar's there, but it's a hundred it's eighty percent gonna be if Messi leaves. You need to have Messi leave, dog. You're not yeah, going to no. win, especially with him there. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just like, if Neymar stays, which I think he will, um, you know, like Neymar, like literally PSG's been, PSG has been as good as they've been because of Mbappe, really. Like Mbappe makes your team so much better. He makes so much space with his speed. Like speed and feet, he's just he's like, just he's insane. Yeah, like he does so much individually. If you don't have that, and Dembele's not really, and Dembele's not the same player as Mbappe. No, he's very good though. But he's, he's not good, same. but he's not like that. Like he's not as north south as Mbappe. is not a world beater. No way. No, no, he's not as he's not as mentally as north south as Mbappe is. Um, I think when you don't have Mbappe to stretch a defense, like. Neymar's the field is going to shrink on Neymar. Like I feel like they'll be so bad. <laughs> like like Neymar's going to be dropping right next to Verratti and like they're going to just screw the whole thing up. I think the rebuild needs to happen whenever Neymar is gone. Um because at that point there's no like big stars that you're trying to build around. Like you can actually develop a culture with players that are not like so egotistical they need to and they 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 need i don't i i he thinks i forgot about him but you're also not going to do a pochettino i'm sorry you're not going to oh, no, he's out of there too he's out of there he needs to get the hell out everybody realizes this i'm sure in the future we're going to look back they're going to talk about stuff's going to talk about his days there and we're going to be like oh yeah i'm just going to be like i'm not surprised <laughs> like i'm not surprised dog this is the man who literally pulled uh kyle walker into that room and was like what was he saying like uh, uh with about his contract like oh do you want to win or something like that like no he was he was mad that kyle walker went to go to man city he's like mad i'm like well, why would he be mad he's just stay here with you it, it, it's just insane which is the best decision of his goddamn career <laughs> Yeah, when Cancelo came, of course, but like, no, like the man's won infinitely more trophies since leaving. Yeah, and he's a start. He starts every week. Like he's a great yeah, player. It, it's, it, I think he's injured right now, but absolutely starts every week. I mean, um, he got they got they had to get Danilo out of there because of him. No, absolutely. I mean, you know I mean? he's he's way better. <laughs> um, no, I, I just think that you know 
I know the rumors they were talking about maybe bringing the, the Brazilian coach when his contract's over and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of rumors what PSG wants to do in the future, but you need to have a rebuild. Would need to start with offloading two of those. I mean, Mappa is gone no matter what. If you bring back Mappa, you guys are just literally insane demons, and I don't know what the hell that team is doing. But if you're going to bring Mbappe back, alleged, I don't think it's happening. You need to give her Neymar and Messi. They both got to go. Like, yeah. you got to you gotta offload those two. But we just know it's not happening. So it's like, you're not, you, I know I don't want to hear rebuild talk if you can't rebuild. So you're not going to rebuild. You can't rebuild. So it's just going to be another year after this of them just doing just uh, a circus LA for people. So, you know, it was funny. The, um, the, not the match against, oh, the, against, um, Marseille, um, there was a handball, and I think Neymar. It was it was like not Neymar like won the handball, but like he like passed the ball and ended up being a very faulty handball call in my opinion. But they let Mbappe take that penalty. I'm like, that's really cute. Like y'all are really trying to keep him there, and that fool was out of here, dude. <laughs> like he's not staying. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Episode 250, we made a podcast. Not going to do another topic for Caesar to make this episode longer. Um, <laughs> episode 250, we made a podcast. Thank you for rocking with us for this long. Next week, we'll be talking about WAC 100 getting exposed. Um, ASAP Rocky getting uh, arrested. 6ix9ine's album. We'll talk about Takashi 6ix9ine coming out here doing his thing with Gene. Um We'll talk about um, some basketball player drama or something. They yeah, got baby, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll they, do that. We'll, they got baby mamas and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll um we'll talk about um if if one of the ASAP members snitched on ASAP Rocky to go to jail. Mm, and we'll and we will bring on an incel to debate them. Oh, we're gonna start doing incel debates, and that's gonna be a good time. Yeah. More, I know you guys are. We give you 200, 250 episodes. Five plus years, two hundred and seventy nine upload episodes. We've tried to 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 push a black soccer podcast into this country. Clearly, we're not accepted. Clearly, Bam keeps getting us canceled. Clearly, our emails don't get responded to. So, you know what? It all started with the with the Portugal Ronaldo's dad thing. That's how we fell apart. <laughs> that was like a second episode. Well, I'm just saying it's been downhill since then. Now I'm playing, but um. Yeah, but we're just gonna switch it up and we're gonna be just wilding out now because why not? We have it here still, so yeah, might as well keep going. Um, but yeah, we made a podcast. Holler. It can get scary when you legendary, you legendary.